It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The federal government is offering states more flexibility on Medicaid in exchange for limited funding. The coronavirus is now an official public health emergency, and Americans are living longer. It's all coming up on this episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, January 31st, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. A block grant by another name. The new Medicaid waiver announced Thursday caps federal funding but was not called a block grant. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Administrator Seema Verma finally unveiled the details of the waiver called Healthy Adult Opportunity. It would limit federal funding to a yearly amount for adults under 65 that gained Medicaid coverage as a part of the Affordable Care Act expansion. If states run over that amount, they're responsible for footing the bill. The trade-off is limiting funding for flexibility, says Verma. By giving states unprecedented flexibility to administer and design their programs to meet this population's very unique needs. And in exchange for this flexibility, states accept greater accountability for managing the program and demonstrating real results. States still need to cover the essential health benefits established by the ACA, but the waiver does allow limiting prescription drug coverage and allowing states to set premiums. As Just Healthcare's Chaz Rhodes says, it creates incentives for states to pocket savings instead of ensuring coverage. So that leaves states that choose block grants for Medicaid with a strong incentive uh, to dramatically cut payment to providers, for example, or to pay Medicaid managed care plans less for the populations they cover, and to dramatically reduce eligibility for Medicaid coverage. At least one of the 14 non-expansion states will apply for the waiver. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt said it was a game changer. With flexibility, we will seek to establish moderate premiums to prepare members for the responsibility of transitioning to private health insurance coverage. And with flexibility, we will seek to establish work requirements that encourage Oklahomans to be engaged in activities that advance their personal potential. The waiver includes other changes to the 55-year-old Medicaid program. Experts are expecting this program to be litigated much like another one of the administration's Medicaid reforms, work requirements, which have been tied up in the courts for months. The 
the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus outbreak a public health emergency of international concern on Thursday. This is the sixth time the agency has made this declaration. The designation gives the WHO the ability to coordinate the response internationally, including recommending travel restrictions and reviewing countries' public health measures for scientific accuracy. Nations aren't required to follow the WHO's recommendations, but there are international pressures to do so. As of Thursday afternoon, the respiratory virus had infected more than 8,200 people across the world, already more than during the SARS outbreak in 2003. The sixth case was confirmed in the United States, which authorities say marked the first person-to-person transmission in the country. As fears grow about the global spread, at least 43 airlines have canceled flights to China, according to Business Insider. Some have canceled flights as far out as through March. Hundreds of regional grocery stores across the country are closing their pharmacy counters, reports The Wall Street Journal. Reporter Maya Croth has more details. Regional chains like Rayleigh's in Northern California and Lund's and Byerly's in Minnesota have closed some or all of their pharmacy counters and transferred prescriptions to nearby Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid stores. Grocery stores started opening pharmacy counters in the 1980s, and at one point they accounted for 14 percent of retail pharmacy prescriptions. But the number of grocery store pharmacies started to decline in 2017. Consolidation in the industry first forced independent pharmacies to close their doors, and now it's hitting regional grocery stores, which are losing customers to the large drugstore chains because they're too small to compete on price, and they don't offer additional services that customers want, like walk-in clinics, the article says. A study last fall by researchers at the University of Chicago found that one in eight American pharmacies closed between 2009 and 2015, with local independent pharmacies three times more likely to be hit than chain stores. But even the big players are facing competition as customers increasingly turn to online services such as Amazon's PillPack for their prescriptions and other household items. More than 300 Walgreens and CVS stores are closing or have already been closed. Still, some larger grocery chains like Kroger remain optimistic about the pharmacy business. The grocery giant has invested in its healthcare footprint and partnered with Walgreens to purchase products at lower prices. For Just Healthcare, I'm Maya Croth. Life expectancy increased between 2017 and 2018 by one-tenth of a percent, so an infant born today is expected to live to 78 years and 8 months. A small increase, but significant nonetheless, because it follows a period of time of three years where the rate either fell or held steady. The Trump administration was quick to take credit for the good news. Here is the president's director of the Domestic Policy Council, Joe Grogan. These improvements in life expectancy are a direct result of the president's focus on the opioid epidemic. Drug overdose deaths did fall by 4 percent overall between 2017 and 2018, marking the first time death rates ticked down since 1999. But they didn't fall evenly across the country. Fourteen states saw decreases, while five states saw more people dying from overdoses. And the numbers are still high. In 2018, about 67,400 people died from drug overdoses. A few other factors officials credited for Americans living longer. Cancer death rates fell by more than 2 percent, and there were fewer deaths from accidents and unintentional injuries. But it wasn't all good news. Two leading causes of death increased between 2017 and 2018, deaths from suicides and the flu. 
public health experts were cautiously optimistic about the improvement in life expectancy and are hoping it's the start of an upward trend. Despite the increase in how long Americans are living to 78 years and eight months, it's still the lowest of 10 other wealthy countries in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development. That's despite the U.S. spending twice as much as the average OECD country, according to a Commonwealth Fund analysis. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, fears about coronavirus continued to affect the stock market. Johnson & Johnson told CNBC it was working on a vaccine, but estimated it could take about a year to come to market. Shares of the pharmaceutical company were down 0.12 percent. The broader sector was down 0.78 percent at the end of the trading day Thursday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.